When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to Quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield and this is the Ministry of Arts podcast where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Hello and welcome to episode number 60 of the Ministry of Arts podcast. This week I'm taking you into the studio of Sally Whelan. I've been speaking to Sally on social media when I asked her to appear on the podcast. I told Sally it could be a couple of weeks or up to several months before we actually got to record it. As if possible, I tried to do a couple in the same area. But it just so happened, within a couple of days, I'd arranged another that was very local. And we recorded this in the same week as I asked her to be on the show. Sally is a self-taught figurative art. Sally obviously explains this project in the podcast. But just to make you aware, she is doing a crowdfunding campaign on GoFundMe. You'll find the link on her Instagram page, which is at painter.sally. The heading Sally has got on her GoFund page reads as follows. The Goddess Sittings is a self-actualised painting project to celebrate and immortalise the energy of the Divine Feminine. Powerful, raw and unapologetic. But come and join me in Sally's studio where she'll tell you more of this project. But before we do, let's begin by banging these bongos. Crazy. Yeah, it's weird having that wall white because normally, like I say, there's a big canvas on there that I'm working on. You'll see on when you show your images online of, of this room, I did think, oh, how lucky you are to have. Um, I figured it was two different walls. Yeah. How lucky you are to have big walls like that. I've wanted it for so long, and my studios have always been tiny at all, like damp conservatories or you yeah. know like really shitty and then so this yeah this really is an absolute 
dream. It's a godsend. I love it. I love it. I'm and so grateful for it. Will it be going on for a while, do you think? It's. I've definitely got it till July. And then I was talking to my landlady the other day and she was like, it's working so well that I think we might just keep you here a bit longer. Oh, it's nice, isn't it? And it's great because... Like I'm doing this project and it's picking up speed and more people are coming to it, which means I need to stay. I need these walls. <laughs> it's a brilliant area as well. Isn't it's it? so good. I mean, to be in Zone Two, it's like yeah, I couldn't have, I couldn't have no. made it up. You're the like envy of everyone, just, isn't it? Oh, it's sickening. It's <laughs> sickening, Gary. I hate myself. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's you it's, it's wonderful. Well, we've already started. Yeah, I think it's already on. Um, so I'll just start by saying that I'm, I'm in the studio with Sally Whelan. Yeah. Um, how are you, we should say. So we've, we've, we should say that we've sort of probably known each other just over a week now, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And we're already doing a <laughs> podcast here. Um, that just by chance, uh, you, was, you I sort of asked you to be on the list uh, for podcasting. I was in your area. The stars aligned. Yeah, they, they did. They, they aligned again. <laughs> Um, I've got seven questions that I ask everyone. Okay. Um, how would you explain what you do to someone that didn't know your work? Okay. Uh, I'm a figurative oil painter. And, um, yeah, figurative oil painter. Uh, and I... I aim... But my aim, my aim when painting people is not just to capture the figure, it's to capture the character and the yeah. soul and the story of them. Um, the project I'm doing at the moment is all focused around women. Is it these larger ones or all of them that it's, we're looking at in this room? So these were the lead up to it, but I yeah. didn't know this project was going to happen then. Nice. It's, there's, you can see some small images yeah. of, so they're the size of that yeah. wall, so sort of six feet by seven feet. Yeah, I've seen those. Um, so they're all rolled up at the moment, so I, I sort of roll them up as they get finished. And what we're looking um, at here, we're looking at what, what looks like a, a finished subject on one side and what looks like a study on the other which I know that isn't that's a good way of describing it though that's how it yeah. looks at first glance yeah so there the idea of them well there wasn't really an idea they've, they've sort of just evolved as oh, they've gone the along way, yeah so like the, the idea was more about the women that I was going to work with so I wanted to I really liked the idea of I love Lucian Freud's work and I, I loved what he used to do, which was to, he'd be walking along the street and see someone and be like, I've got to paint them. Yeah, nice. And just go and ask them. And then he'd that sort of, story, he'd sort of set about wooing them yeah. and like, so that he could spend time with them yeah. and getting to know them. And I was thinking, God, I'd love to do that, but I have the nerve to do that yeah, these days. Yeah, nowadays people think you're just lonely, aren't they? Yeah. So, but then I thought, we've got social media and that's, that's our way of being Same able thing, to yeah. do that. So I put out this call and I kind of said I'd paint anyone, anyone who wanted to be painted. And then within a week, I had about six women had all got back in touch. But it wasn't just like, oh, hi, I want to be part of your project. It was like, here's my story. Excellent. And it was like, I've just come out of an abusive relationship. I've just turned 30 and my body's nice. changing and yeah. I want to document it. I've just had a baby. I've just, what are all these Quite things. Quite brave of them. So brave. And big messages, you know, like yeah. full, like, here's my story. Have it. I just want to be part of your work. So it was like this amazing kind of gift and I was like, well, I've got to do something quite epic with yeah. that. I feel like th that needs to be celebrated. Just that thing of going, I'm going to answer, but I'm going to answer with all of me, not just 
Yeah. Oh, I'm a bit tempted. It's brave on both parties as well, really, because it's you know you don't know them, you don't know their story, or well, you you know that small bit of their story, but not knowing their background, having a stranger come into your house. Yeah. Yeah, and that was it. Was I had done a lot of painting people? I knew. Says me, who's just turned up yeah, after knowing, I know. knowing you've been working. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Usually, yeah. you have no clothes on, so it's fine. This is a oh, want me to get dressed again? <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I'd done a lot of painting people I knew and family and, and commissions and stuff. And there was always a, uh, a period of I either knew those people already or I'd get to know them and then do the painting. And I loved this idea of just turning up to a situation yeah, with nice. both being complete Discovering each other. And going, what can we create yeah, together? Nice. So we're both nervous. We're both kind of, oh, this is a bit weird. You're nude. I've got, I'm going to take photos of you because they're all done from about sort of six or 700 photos per, yeah. per sort of sitting. Um, and it was amazing because they'd sort of, uh, we'd just be sharing our life stories and then I'd be taking photos of them at the same time and we're talking. There's just this energy that's created. Nice. And there's something about that as well with, I think, between women and especially with the state of everything at the moment. There's this thing of just being like, we're here, we're together. There's no judgment. There's no, there's room yeah, for anything. Yeah. You can cry, you can scream. Had any can... of them sat before? No, never. Wow. It was a huge thing for all of them. It was super weird. They didn't, they'd never done anything like that before. So it was, I think a couple of them are artists already, so they're used to kind yeah, of working yeah. in that way. Um, but yeah, none of them had ever posed nude before. So it kind of, I let the sittings then just evolve naturally. Um, Did it take long for them to relax, the ones who hadn't done it? Or who, who wasn't in that environment? It was... Um, it's no, a hard it's, thing to do in front of a dressed person as well. It is. I have offered to get nude as well. Yeah. <laughs> if that helps. Well, it, it's, it's, no it's one's going to take the app on it, Gary. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's got to, though, hasn't yeah. It, it, it? Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can understand. I mean, I wouldn't have the, the guts to do it. No, sure. and I think a lot of people are either it, are either in this camp of like flat no, like not for me, yeah. and that's absolutely fine. But usually, what I find is the people that are curious about it will be like, mm, "Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think I could do it." And I'm like, "That's not no." And yeah, then I sort yeah, of leave yeah, it with yeah. them. And then you know, maybe so a few months later, yeah, it'll yeah. be like, "I can't stop thinking about it." And it's like, "Well, maybe, maybe we should do it. Maybe we should like try and yeah. set something up for you." And the whole idea is that they're this thing of trying to make people trying to um, create a space where these women feel comfortable and supported but totally out of their comfort yeah, zone yeah. and I feel like that's like a really magical place to be willing to step into yeah. of and for me being able to create that or attempt does to it help that. you having that power shift of them being vulnerable and mm, you not that's a good question I think I feel like I am very vulnerable when I when I am in the sittings with them um, it, there's that bit of disconnect with between you and the lens or the canvas, depending on what you're behind as well, isn't it? Yeah, there? with the with the camera, I I I don't ever really have it up to my face, so I'm always sort of holding it sort of down, like waist height, or because I'm trying to keep eye contact because yeah. we're having a conversation, so I don't want to be like peering at the camera. Um, and also, the other thing is that I, with this first ten that I did, which was over six months, I went to their house to do it, and that for me was another way of putting myself out of my comfort yeah, zone yeah. and putting them in it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying as much as I can to kind of give them the power and it, it not be a power thing, and, mm. and it's very, um, uh, very equal, and it's, it's you know, we're in this together. And there's a whole, um, so from when they sort of 
show interest in wanting to be part of the project. We then meet up for a coffee and we chat and we go through all the details of, of how a sitting works, what it's going to be. Um, and then it's usually like the next time I meet them is, is at the sitting. Um, so it's, so we, yeah, we really don't know each other well. if you well. take it out of the context of art... Yeah, that's an awful weird conversation to be having, isn't it? So I often Two wonder like, if people overhear that in like wherever we are, Costa yeah. or something. <laughs> I could imagine that if you'd done a call out to men, it'd be a very different scenario, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, in my original initial sort of call out, I, I, I asked for anyone, but I wasn't surprised when I got women coming back to me, especially because a lot of these people had already seen my work. It wasn't just females you'd done a call-out to? No, I said anyone. Oh, Any, wow. And I said gender, size, age, whatever, anyone. But it was it was all women. I got no men at all. Oh, so it was, that's it just was, not my, my theory out of all the isn't it? <laughs> it was, and I, yeah, I, I, I was prepared that I might just get a whole, like, yeah, just barrage of, like, dick pics and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, I'll still make work from it, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Even if I have to make a collage. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I'll take what I'm given. But um, it was just amazing that this, it, it happened in the way that it did, and it felt like a real... Gives you a bit more power, doesn't it? Yeah, I was just about, that was exactly the words Sorry. I was just about to say, no, it's perfect, was that it's, it gives it the power, it, there's something about me stepping into that power as an artist, um, and yeah, I, I knew these paintings had to be big the minute we started doing the sittings, I was like, they have to be like these kind of iconic paintings, but I had these tiny studios that I was in, like, like shoebox studios, so I was making like much smaller works, yes, yes. which are now all prep works for the, for the bigger ones. And then this space came up, and it it means that I can now do these these big paintings. So have you I been have, in this studio long? Since July. Nice. So not long, and I've done one, two, three, four. So I've done six of the big paintings. They're all the printouts on the wood. Uh, so I've got another four to do until the first ten are done, and then I've had um, about twenty five women get in touch for the second round. Oh wow. So I'm gonna do another ten and then and I'm just doing it as like um there's no criteria, there's no there's no picking involved. Yeah. It's literally if you want to do it, you're perfect for it. None of them were friends of the first lot of women. Um I think one or two might have been. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah, it's so nice. And then I've had a couple of people that have come to meet me, had a coffee, we've talked about it. They've gone and told their friends and then a couple of their friends want yeah. to do it or yeah. The way I've sort of seen it or chosen it, I'm not sure, but is just this real celebration of this like powerful vulnerability that women have of, of being able to. Oh, no, oh, I to think go it's, there. It's, it's, it's opposite. It's the strength that they've got the courage That's to I mean, do it's that. Like it's, it's the memory of the cowardice men who don't want to yeah, be a part of it. But it's this powerful vulnerability of going, I can be this open with you, oh, and I'm still like this kick ass woman. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, you're not kind of, they're not cowering and they're not trying to be beautiful. It's like, I'm going to stand here in all my glory and I'm just going to be me. And Excellent. it's celebrating them for just being them. Yeah. Not yeah. doing anything, not you know, just just being a, a being on the planet, and um, yeah, of course, there's all the addressing the male gaze and the whole of women in art history and and, and all that kind of stuff. So, the show you had on last night was at the Shard. Yes. Did any of these paintings feature there? 
Funnily enough, um, the one painting it was so it's a group show. I had one painting oh, okay. in it, and it was of a man. It was oh well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, okay. a beautiful, beautiful man who's a very good friend of mine, um, and it was one of these double ones. Yeah. Um, well, when you say a double one, could you just explain what yes. it is we're looking at? So the previous series that I did before this, the one I'm doing now, the one I'm doing now is called the Goddess Sittings Project. Um, I did a whole series of figurative works that are two images of the same person from different angles and different perspectives that are then kind of merged together um so you get this kind of surrealist image uh and it you're kind of not sure if they're growing out of each other or climbing into each other or if they're one thing with lots of arms and legs or if they're two people or if they're the same person or i thought it was mother and child when i first looked at first glance i love that and it obviously isn't um but that's what i saw first glance i love it because everyone has a different a different story to them and that's what i really like is you know if people say oh tell me about the works like you know you tell me because you're the one looking at it and it's going to bring up all this stuff with you with, with anyone when they see something abstract they try to make something real out of it don't they mm. they try to sort of visualize it just out of the, that is absolutely beautiful that one that's my mum oh it's beautiful that is really beautiful thank you I know it's stepping away from what we were just talking about but that is oh, a no, beautiful um, painting I love the you. way it's just hung off that curtain rail like that <laughs> yeah it's, it's these old Victorian walls that are very crumbly so when was your first interest in art my first interest in art, um, well, as a child, um, I, uh, yeah, it's funny, I, fa- I actually found a thing from a, a school book um, that was from, written when I was 10, and it was like, oh, I used to want to be an artist, but I've changed my mind now. I used to. Yeah, <laughs> With your life 10, experience. I know, it was like, I've just been, this lofty idea, yeah, yeah. it's just no good. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, because my dad was, uh, he was a lorry driver, but he was a, a painter in his, in his spare time. Excellent. He was a really good watercolour painter and um, really, really talented. Um, and my sister was really into art and she became an illustrator. And um, so I kind of always had art around, yeah, yeah. but did that thing that I think a lot of people do of going, well, I don't want to do what dad does and I don't want to do what my what, sister does. Lorries. Yeah, <laughs> I love the lorries. so good. Um, <laughs> But I was like, I don't want to do that kind of art, and I don't want to. And I just thought that's what art was: was those yeah, two things. Yeah. So if you don't want to do watercolor and you don't want to be an illustrator and draw dinosaurs, yeah. then that's that. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to do that then. And, and what was it you wanted to do at ten? Do you remember? I think I wanted to work in a monkey sanctuary. I knew it was I was. I nearly said vet. <laughs> yes, well, yeah. I knew, it looked like such a <laughs> no. My, my daughter, that's what my daughter wants, and so does a lot of her friends. Yeah. And then when they get to now, where she's thirteen, yeah. and she's realised how much work they have to do, yeah. all of a sudden they don't want to be yeah. a vet. <laughs> They're looking Basically at lorry driving. How much an HGV courses? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know when it was that you realised that you did want to be an artist? Um. Yeah, I, th- I was probably when I was about twenty. I uh, I was going out with a guy who who was a painter, and I didn't really have much interest in doing it. But I I liked the whole lifestyle, but it just I just liked the paint and the smell of it, and the canvas and the studio, and the, I just loved that idea that you have this little world that you create for yourself, and you can just 
do what you want in it. And, and you that's when had you been stuff. to university or No, I didn't I didn't do that. I was I was a proper Excellent. like Excellent. like beauty school Even dropout. <laughs> and so, so you're not self taught though, are you? Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Oh man! And when I say talk, that's not from any books. That's literally and when I doing say this. fuck off, I don't mean fuck off. <laughs> oh man, that is so good. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love when people tell me that they're at this quality and that they are self-taught. I love it I too. So do I'm I. just like, yeah. Whenever I hear There's something that's, a little bit yeah. punk about it, you know. It is. It's a little bit like you've cheated the system. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I mean, I I think of myself as that because of my background. And becoming an artist from when I shouldn't be, but I I had help along the way and, and went to university, which you know I felt helped me. I think it's amazing. Well, I did. I so I had my background and my training has come from um, I was a makeup artist. Um, so and I did lots of kind of special effects and and sort of casualty make. I worked on casualty, nice. <laughs> doing like blood and guts and gore. Um, and so that was my training in taking these you know prosthetic cuts and things yeah, that look yeah, like a jelly yeah, baby yeah. stuck Good. on your arm. And you've got to try and bring life to it. And yeah. You've got to give it a blood flow and you've got to you know give it depth. Excellent. And you, so that's where I was learning all this like light and shade yeah, and yeah. Um, and then creating character makeups and sitting on set for 12 hours staring at them on a monitor making sure nothing moves (laughs) it just gives you this real like you're studying faces and you I didn't really realize it and it wasn't till I sort of started stepping away from the makeup stuff um that I started wanting to paint people I think I was kind of missing it I think I and when I was doing the makeup stuff and working in tv and things i used to love being in the makeup room and when i had an actor in my chat i loved all that i loved all the brushes and the tools and the stuff but it was the sitting on set bit that i just started yeah. killing me a little bit because it was just so boring so did you start it as a hobby the painting yeah yeah and yeah that was your, did you go through had you used oils before no i got uh i got so given that's, that's some a lesson on its own right yeah, I d- honestly, this I, this is the bit of the story that it, it doesn't make sense in my head how it happened. It just did. Like, yeah, yeah. I got to the end of a... I was working on a, a BBC show and I got to the end of the run and this actress who I worked with, who's lovely, I'd looked after all series, she said, I bought you a present and she'd bought me a bunch of little things and a set of oil paints, like little tubes. And Because I, I told her I'd started painting again and I was really enjoying it. And it was just messing around with acrylics. And I was painting little figures on bits of wood, actually. And uh, and she said, oh, I just bought you these. I thought you could have a go with them. And like, it's because of her that I'm doing this. Did she know that? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, she, Excellent. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's very happy with that. I thought you were going to say she's right. Oh, that's her there in the <laughs> <Yeah>. blue. <laughs> no, I never painted her yet, no. Um, but yeah, so it was literally because of her that, that I started. And Super. I just started bodging around with them. But it was like, um, it sounds very cliche, but I sort of squeezed the paints out and I just knew what to do. And it, it wasn't in a technical way I just felt like I knew what to do and I think I was just using them the way I would use that the makeup yeah, yeah. I'd already got the skills it was using just using it something got, else yeah. um, and then it sort of built up over the years like I've, I've sort of my style sort of come together um, so yeah that is so good <laughs> I love the answers when they're like that oh good when they throw, when they throw me it doesn't take much <laughs> doesn't take much to throw me but um which piece that you've created has got the strongest emotional connection? Ooh. Um, that's a very good question. I feel like these works I'm doing at the moment about these women are 
I have a really strong connection to them on a very uh, soul level as being women yeah. together. Um, but probably, probably painting my mum. As I've just said, I was going to cut that out, but that is an absolutely stunning painting. But it was, and it was a, it was a really hard painting to paint. And I only actually, when did I paint that? Maybe last year. So it had taken me. I'd been painting a good few years, and I still did hadn't your painted like that. She. It was funny. She. Because I have no idea did, whether it looks like she, her or not. It, it does. It does. Oh, of course, of course. I wasn't questioning that. <laughs> no, no, but, but, but like she probably her, wouldn't think yeah, that. Yeah, and her I think she was a little bit um, confronted by it, which most people are, to be honest, when they see them. That it's it's a big thing seeing a yeah. painting of yourself. Because um, the bottom one, which where your mother is looking at us, looking mm-hmm. at the viewer, with I wouldn't like to think what she was thinking, but it's a very cheeky laugh she's got going on. Yeah. There. Whereas the above is at like a forty-five degree. And a very classical pose, isn't it? Yeah, and, and looking away. And it's very much a mother's look. Like, yeah. I've seen that look. That's like a Sally, yeah, yeah, what yeah, are you yeah, doing yeah. look. Um, and the bottom one is, like like you say, a real cheeky, like, yeah. trying not to laugh. But, <laughs> and just to clarify, this is just a headshot of my mother. This isn't a naked painting of my mother. <laughs> no, yeah, we should, we should say <laughs> this that. This is more of a classic portrait. Um, no, she wasn't keen on that, which I, I respect. And rightly so. <laughs> um, but no, I do. And so that was a real uh, a real honour to paint that, actually. And I, it's... My so my father um, passed away 10, 11 years oh, ago, and it's the one thing that I just think, oh, I'm not going to be able to paint him because I no. wasn't painting, you know, when when he was around, I wasn't doing it. It happened after he died. So, um, and yeah, have you so considered it, is something it posthumously? Um, I'd have to do it from photos, and I don't know. I feel really. I think this is the thing why these are probably the the most difficult because painting family is so. It's different, isn't it? It's so well. I haven't really done it. Like yeah. I've painted mum, and I haven't really painted him. I've sketched my nephew, um, and so I think there is something in that because you know, like in this room, there's like two naked paintings of myself, and I find it really easy to do that. Yeah. And I find it really yeah. easy to go, yeah, that's fine. But when it's like, yeah, there's something about it being a mum and dad. That's that's yeah, it's it's another level. So that's yeah, probably I painted. I, I painted. I took a photograph of my grandfather. He died just before my um, third year show. Right. And um, just after he died, my yeah. partner became pregnant. He said it was. Oh, wow. I saw it as that door closing, door yeah, opening yeah, thing. Yeah. And um, I had done a, an artwork of the um, pregnancy test. Um, so I wanted it to be a sort of like first portrait of my son. So when. Um, my partner done the pregnancy test, it, which was the blue line, mm-hmm. and it didn't. Uh, now that it says pregnant or positive or something okay. like that, at the time it just used to be a blue line would appear, and it was 0.7 of a centimetre, and I blew it up ah. to just under a metre, and wow. um, so it's no longer a line, and you can see where the fluid has gone through, and that line bleeds upwards, and it yeah. looks like a little city in the fog, and I called wow. it, and I called it slow development, and then oh my god, I love that. Then my grandfather passed away. Um, and when he was in his coffin, he had his, you know, sometimes they put their hands on their mm-hmm. on their chest or belly with their fingers yeah. threaded through each other. And he had this, there was this blue, it was all beige, uh, the, the silk around him. And where it had been, where this beige sheet had been folded over, inside was like a baby blue, which was just the same mm-hmm. colour as the 
pregnancy test and I felt quite guilty about it but I was taking pictures of my granddad's hands oh, in this, while he was in this coffin with this blue yeah. um, and I put it in my third year show and my nan come to my show as did my aunt my aunt didn't like it okay. but my nan thought it was something of pure beauty having this these two images I love that it's such a powerful powerful yeah. thing to and make. I wasn't sure even to this day whether it was the right thing to put them two together right and it's something about making work about someone you love that isn't here yeah compared you know I mean you can look at your mum I think that's why I haven't done it I think I'm just I can't I just yeah I'm just there's no doubt you look at your mum every now and then especially the bottom one and give a little smile back to her yeah but even if it was a picture of your I'm pointing the other side of the window but, (laughs) but even if it was a picture of your dad with similar stances mm. or similar looks you wouldn't be looking at them the same would you it'd still no. be a thing of loss yeah from I think that's the thing because that's very her now and uh, yeah I yeah and also yeah it would be pictures from you know at least 10 years ago and he wasn't well so it wouldn't be 10 years ago no, it would be even longer 15 yeah maybe I will one day I'm sure it will happen when the time is right yeah and that's that's the only time it can happen isn't it um <laughs> Where'd you get relaxed, Sally? Or what do you do to relax? I don't know if I get to stand really funny. I don't know why. Um, a lot of people have problems with this because it, it does feel like a lot of artists don't relax. No. Unless they're joggers and that's when they relax. I think also because I find painting really relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, my Hampstead Heath is like my... That's just where I try and go as much yeah. as possible just to... Um, be amongst trees and nature and um that view out on parliament hill out over london have you not it's beautiful it's beautiful i've been to the area yeah never been to the to the heath to the heath it's lovely because it's got everything it's got fields and forest and um so i do love it there and i do i do you can walk there from here it's about a 40 minute walk so i'll walk there walk all around and walk Mm. back so it's like a big um but i do especially i mean my studio's in my house so I mean, I do have days where I just haven't left the house because I've just been working all day. Yeah, well, I've just so started have to really working force myself. from home. How do you find it? Really difficult. Right. Because, I, I mean, where I'm in a family home, like yourself here with other things to do, mm. um, there's always other things to do. And then a lot of the time, it's just an excuse not to have to sit down and draw. Yes, yeah. And then, oh, fuck, what did I do? That, that shelf could have waited. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. God damn it, <laughs> shelf. <laughs> If there was you and five other artists, past and present, what do you think your ideal group show would be? Oh, um, me and five others. Yes. So six of us was together. So yeah. I'm maths, dis- maths dyslexic, numbers dyslexic. I'll lend you so a finger like, while you're Okay, so I'm that, one. Yeah. I'm that one. Uh, Alice Neal, Jenny Saville, Saville. My l- love of my life is... Lucian Freud's work I do not condone the man's lifestyle choices <laughs> yeah, in any yeah, way shape yeah. or form but I do um, think that in, in that case I am capable to separate are you okay separate separating the, the art from the artist from... I, not with most artists I'd be like no it, it's not an excuse yeah. but I just love his work so much I've, I've, I've seen it in all sorts of places and I've, I always go and see it and there's just something about that work that is it, the piece and the drama in it at the same time yeah. for me is just and just the obsession with flesh that I have as well. I just I feel like I, I get it. 
Um, and yeah, that works. When just you look at this work, it just fits. And you look close, it's just blobs of paint scratched onto a canvas mm-hmm. with a bristle brush in the most perfect manner, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's just divine placement of, of yeah, pigment. And he just made it look so fucking easy. Yeah, yeah. So that's four. Two more. Uh, who else? Uh, present. I love uh, Emma Hopkins. Yeah. Love her work. She was a huge uh, inspiration when I first started because she also trained in makeup. I adore her work. Um, and, and there's one more, isn't there? Um, I've already peaked, haven't I, with Lucian Foy? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say Jenny Seville, but. Mm. Well, with Jenny Seville and Lucian Foy, there's. That'll do. That'll do. I think Why that'll not? do, yeah. Yeah, and Emma will be pretty chuffed because I've put her in there with Jenny. Yeah, <laughs> just Jen. leave it open just yeah. for uh, someone to ask if they can be in your show. Um, if you wasn't an artist, what would you like to be? I would be... Work in a monkey sanctuary, right? I'd be with the orangutan. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've always thought I'd probably be a midwife. That's cool. I've Again, it's that thing of being with women and... and and just that, I think, I mean, I've, I don't have children. I've never been around birth, so I don't know why I have this thing about it. But uh, yeah, ever since I was little, I always have just been fascinated with like pregnancy and birth. And I just think it's the most magical, surreal, insane thing. Oh, well, I think you've just discovered your next project or a future project. Oh, it would be good, wouldn't it? That would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. When you're already good. sort of morphing two bodies into one yeah. with your previous project... And having, well, I was going to say one body coming out of another, but that sounds awful. I think that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a next level of people, yeah, of vulnerability. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably what I would do. Or, I'd, yeah, I, I think that would be what I'd do if I wasn't doing this. That's a pretty cool answer. <laughs> You've got your work on at the Shard at the moment. Mm. How long is that on for, that group it's show? It's on until March next year. It's actually a private show. It's in um, the offices, uh, Duff and Phelps office. I was going to ask how and where it was in there. Yeah, so it's part of ArtCan, who are um, an artist collective um, that's all volunteer run. And um, they're amazing. They've got over 100 artists in 29 countries, I think, now. And they put on shows all o- all over the world, but, you know, in London. And uh, the artists pay very minimal fee to have their work in it. Um, and you get 100% of the profits if it sells. So it's like Perfect. a way of really supporting artists in, yeah. in a really fair way. Um, so, yeah, it's their, it's the second time they've done this show there. It's called Elevate. Um, and it's in the Duff and Phelps offices, which is really cool because yeah. it's this whole bringing art into office spaces, and it's an amazing. I mean, it's an it, it's yeah an office, but it looks like a gallery. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's on there till March. But I think what they're going to do is um, arrange some like public viewings throughout that time. Nice. So yeah, so that's. And what else have you got coming up, if anything? I've got what have I got coming up? Um, I'm working on this project and then the next thing is going to be getting a show for this these first 10 while I'm cracking on with the second 10. So yeah, that'll be the next the next thing. But I'm, there's also now talks of a book. Um, nice. Because as I've been telling people about this project, 
it seems to be growing. It feels like a story that you're making up as you go along. It is, it's very much... And there's going to be a beautiful ending to it. Oh, it feels like you're involved in, in a really strong and powerful story. Yeah. That I like the idea that you don't know what the ending is yet. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's I nice. like that. And I last night I mentioned someone about ending it on a high and she was like, don't you dare! <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'll keep it going, shall I? Yeah, um, just I was like, I'm like, I just tap it at 20 and just do something else? She was like, no, just stick with it. Um, so a friend of mine, a writer um, from Australia, is coming over next year and she's going to help me. She's basically going to write the book because I'm not a writer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it would be really nice to be able to, um, the idea of the book is to have, you know, really nice images of all the paintings and the stories of each each woman next nice. to them. And then the story of us creating this space together yeah. that we do the sittings in. And um, So, yeah. I think that's quite an important thing nowadays is to find out the stories of people. Yeah. Um, because we, we are unfortunately living in an age that seems quite throwaway and 140 characters or a swipe to the left or right whatever that yeah. would be um, yeah no one's really got time for anyone anymore and it's starting to turn around is the feeling I get anyway yeah I the agree more people are telling their stories and listening to stories yeah. more, more importantly yeah and it's people got this craving for authentic connection mm. that isn't something that's been and I hate the word now curated view of, yeah. of yourself it's um, yeah so people putting themselves in these positions where it's like yeah I'll tell you my story and you can go away and make whatever you're going to make from it yeah. um, and I mean a truthful story is really that. powerful isn't it mm, yeah um, I mean, and everyone's got one I've had so many people go I don't really have a story and it's like you're a human on the yeah. earth you have a story yeah. like of course you do um, and it yeah it deserves to be heard so yeah oh, it's, well, it's a good book in the making where can people see your work or find you online? Um, Instagram is my my main my main one, um, which is at painter.sally. Um, I've also just started up one for the goddess sittings, which is all specifically these these women, um, and that's at the goddess sittings. Nice. Um, my website, paintersally.com, and yeah, that's it. And correctly so that is all my questions asked <laughs> so thank you very much pleasure absolute pleasure there we are sally whelan now that was pretty damn cool wasn't it so as we mentioned in the intro sally has got a gofundme page for the goddess sittings so go over to her instagram and follow the link in her profile just after we recorded this episode Sally contacted me to tell me about another artcan.org group show that she's going to be featured in called Fake News. This is going to be at the Offshoot Gallery between the 5th and the 8th of March. And next week, it isn't an artist I'm speaking to as such, but a man that does give a platform to thousands of artists all around the world each year. And that is the founder of the other art fair, Ryan Stanier. Like I say every week, on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast... If you could leave a comment, not only does it help us get noticed easier, but it does also help those looking for an art podcast. Thanks for listening, and until next week, ta-da. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.